All this month, we're talking about showing some love. So I think this would be the perfect time to hear from all of you about some love you're feeling for social media. I want to hear about something positive you've seen in your business because of using social media to market it. It can be something you implemented from this podcast or something you did on your own that brought you a win. And if you didn't know already, the one year anniversary of Schooled and Socials is coming up. So I would love to feature what you love about social media for your business in a special celebration episode. All you have to do is record yourself with the memo app on your phone, sharing about something positive you've seen in your business because of social media, and then email that recording to me at kfostersolutions at gmail.com with the subject line, social media celebration. To make it even easier, I'll leave the link right to my email in the show notes for you. I can't wait to hear all of your stories and celebrate right alongside you as we celebrate School and Socials turning one year old in April. It's part two of our four-part series on repurposing for social media, and today we're tackling the types of content you can create when repurposing your long-form content. So teacher authors, go ahead and reheat that cup of coffee, because I'm your host, Cassandra Foster, and we're about to get schooled in socials. Welcome back to Schooled in Socials and episode two of our series on repurposing. Last week, we talked about the why behind long form content and repurposing it for social media. If you haven't checked that out yet, make sure to go back and give it a listen. It will help set you up for success with the rest of the episodes in this series. Now, today is all about what types of content you can create when repurposing so that you have effective social media content. Because truly, it's one thing to know why it's important to repurpose your long-form content, but it's a whole other thing to actually do it, to actually take that blog post and create five posts for Instagram, or use that podcast episode to create a few reels. So let's dive in. To make repurposing happen, the first step we really need to think about are all of the social media content types we can create because we want to make sure we are creating a variety of content types so that we reach all of our community members. But when it comes to it, Instagram and even Facebook have a lot of options for content types. So let's break them down first so it feels a little less overwhelming when you get started. So on Instagram and Facebook, You can create static posts, carousel posts, reels, stories, and lives. Now, there are slight differences in some of these types between Instagram and Facebook, but their purpose on each platform really is the same. So I'm going to kind of give you a blanket definition of each, but you might notice that there are some tiny differences if you're using them on one platform or the other. So let's start with static posts. This is just a single image or graphic. Um, that is posted to your feed if you're posting it on Instagram, or it'll just show up on your feed if you're posting it on Facebook. Carousel posts, those are multiple images or graphics that viewers can either swipe through on Instagram, or they can um, kind of see all of them together in your post on Facebook. Reels, those are 9 by 16 videos with audio and stories. 
Those are short videos, graphics, or images. Um, you can include engagement elements such as polls, question box, sliders. Um, your followers have access to your stories at the top of their app by clicking on your profile picture. Um, so the main person you're talking to in stories are your followers. And then there are lives. So those are videos you share with your audience in real time. And these can be then like posted to your feed so people can watch them later if you want to. So static post, carousel post, reels, stories, lives, those are your big content types that you have across both of those platforms. Now, with so many options, like I said, it definitely feels overwhelming to take a piece of your long-form content and create all of those smaller pieces of content for social media. So let's talk about a few examples of what type of content works well for those different pieces that you typically include in your long-form content. Because if you just try to like open up your blog post and say, I'm gonna create five Instagram posts from this blog post and you look at all of that text and all of those visuals and you're like, how the heck do I even take this thing and break it down? So having some options in your head and go-tos in your mind can help uh, take the mental energy out of this task and make it easier for you. The main content you're going to be focusing on for creating social media will most likely consist of static posts, carousels, and reels. So we're really going to break those down. And we're going to break them down um, using three long-form content types. So using blogs, using a podcast, or using a YouTube channel. So if you create one of those three, you're going to leave here with some ideas for all of those types. So when creating static posts, you can look for some of these things in your long form content to feature. Bloggers, you're gonna wanna look for some powerful quotes about the topic that you're covering. You're gonna wanna grab maybe some photos or mock-ups that you used in your blog that you are promoting in that blog. And you might also reflect on some of those main ideas. Maybe you jotted them down in your draft and you can use those to create an infographic single image for those static posts. If you're a podcaster, all of those options I mentioned above are great for you as well. You'll just kind of have to listen to the episode versus kind of scanning a blog post. And also you can use static posts as a way to promote individual episodes. So creating a graphic promo for each episode. And you can also use it for audiograms, which I still look at as a static post, um, even though I believe Instagram is going the way of posting them as reels, so they can kind of fall under each if you would like. Now, if you have a YouTube channel, you can use a combination of the ideas that I just listed, especially the blog ideas would work well for you. You might just have a little more um, graphics creation to do as your content is video-based and it doesn't really include any static images that you would be pulling from, like, say, a blog post, but you can still use those ideas. There is so much pressure this time of year to buy more stuff, from Black Friday sales to Christmas ads, but I don't want you to buy more stuff. I want you to get the right things you need to uplevel your business in this season. 
So that's why I've opened up my mini social media consult schedule for the next three months so that we can make resources that are going to get stuck in your downloads and courses that are going to go immediately to your desktop graveyard, a thing of the past. Instead, you're going to get my brain in your business for a focused 30 minutes so that you can make sure you have a solid plan moving forward and you know your social media will help you reach your business goals. This is not a one-size-fits-all solution. Instead, you're going to get targeted advice that is focused on you and your business. And for Black Friday, and until these spots sell out, you are going to be able to get it for $47, which is the lowest price point these mini consults have ever been. We're talking transformational advice that will make your social media work harder for you for less than a night out. This isn't stuff. It's the thing you need to get clarity and move forward with your social media marketing. You can grab your discounted spot right now in the show notes, but hurry because once these spots that I've opened up for the next three months are gone, this price point will be gone too. I can't wait to make 2024 the year that your social media marketing helps you reach all of your big business goals. Okay, now when you are creating carousel posts, you can look for these things in your long form content to feature. If you're a blogger, look for places where you have steps, procedures, or lists. Those make great carousels because you can put one on each slide of the carousel. Also, take a look at your subheadings throughout the blog post. Those show your kind of subtopics or ideas that are included in that content. Again, you could potentially put one of those on each carousel in order to entice people to go and read the full blog. If you're a podcaster or a YouTuber, again, steps or procedures and lists that you gave in that episode or video are perfect. Your main talking points of what's included in that episode or video as well work great as carousel posts. And finally, when you're creating reels, People, I feel like, think this one is harder, um, but there are things you can pull from each of these to create your reels. If you're a blogger, share big takeaways from your blog post. What should people be learning from your blog post? Again, share your list, steps, or procedures timed to that trending audio. You can do kind of like a talking head reel and give a summary of your blog post so that people can go and learn more. And you can also create videos of the resources you mentioned, whether those are free or paid resources. If you're promoting them in that blog post, just create a quick video of them and you can also be promoting them over on Instagram or Facebook. Now, if you create YouTube videos or record a podcast, you can use all of those options as well. But if you're a podcaster, use clips from your guest interviews if you um, record the video for them. Those make really great reels for podcasters. And if you're a YouTuber, reels are probably actually the easiest form of content for you to make because you can use clips from the longer video to repurpose them as reels and entice people to go to that YouTube video and watch the whole thing. So remember... When creating effective social media content, we want to use a variety of different types, including static posts, carousel posts, and reels especially. 
No matter what form of long-form content you use, there are parts of it that can be repurposed into all three of these types of social media content, whether it's quotes, lists, or overall summaries. Your long-form content has all the ideas you need and even some of the raw materials to make it happen. Now here's your challenge. If you have a form of long-form content already, I want you to pick one content type static post, carousel post, or reel, and create a piece of social media content from your latest piece of long-form content. My biggest suggestion would be to re-listen to this episode as you're reviewing your long-form content so that you can spark some creativity with all of those ideas in the lists that I just gave you, and then make sure to come and share it with me over on Instagram because I'm always so excited to see what all of you create. All right, cold coffee friends, thanks so much for listening. If you're loving getting schooled in socials, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Also, I would love it if you left a review so that other teacher authors like you can start getting schooled in socials too. All right, I'll see you in the next episode.